Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. You know, I was thinking about, you know, how we're going through things and things begin to press in on us and how we feel like many times we feel like quitting or giving up. But, you know, the Bible tells us to put on the new self. When we've been born again, when you become a believer, it doesn't change everything automatically, but we still have to put on Christ. We have to put on his attributes. We have to put on all of the things of the kingdom, we have to become more like him. I'm going to read this one verse, then we'll go through a little bit more. But in Colossians chapter 3, 10, it says, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. All of the things that we're facing in this life, when our, when our feelings begin to go awry and we start to feel like we want to quit or we want to give up, or we're not, not able to do this, we have to put on the new man. We have to remember who we were and become more like Christ. Getting to know him. Put on that new man and become more like him. The more that we become like him, the more we overcome, the more we are, are becoming more confident and become stronger. All the things that we're facing in this life, there's nothing that we will ever face that we are, we are uh, faced with, that we have to overcome, that Christ has not already paved the way, made the way for us to overcome in the, any and every situation. There's nothing that we face that we are facing without Him or we're facing alone unless we try to do it in our own strength. But if we put on the new man, and we begin to do and to act and to move and to, and to change our mind. You know, the Bible talks about having the mind of Christ, that we have the mind of Christ. Well, what is that talking about? It's talking about taking on the thoughts and the attributes and the actions, the, the, the thought life, the actions of, of Christ following after him, doing what he would do. Well, how do we know how to do that unless we get into the word of God, apply God's word, and begin to change our thinking. You know, many times we're raised up or we're, we learn things as we're growing or we're around people and we, we take on certain habits or we take on, we learn things and how to act in a certain way. And we become familiar with that. We become familiar with, with maybe giving into anger. We, we become familiar with acting out things and with no restraint. But as we change into the image of Christ, as we become more like Him, we begin to develop and to grow. And then one day you turn around and you realize, hey, you know, if that were me a few years ago, I would have never acted like this, but I'm different now. And that's because you're putting on the new man. You're changing and becoming more like Jesus, more like your Savior. The more that you learn to put on patience, put on kindness, put on gentleness, all of the attributes, the gifts, and the the those gifts of the or the fruits of the Holy Spirit, all of those fruits of the Holy Spirit, as they begin to develop in our life and we begin to put on that new person, that we are not that old person anymore, on the inside, immediately, when we become born again, on our spirit man is, is created in the image of Christ. It's perfect. But our flesh, our mind still has to be changed. We still have to change our thinking. You know, I've been, I've been saved ever since I was a little boy. I gave my life to Christ, but you know, I still have to renew my mind and change things to conform to be like Christ. Many times I'll revert back to, I'll forget 
who I was for a moment. You know, I had a situation that at uh when I was on a job and there was a forklift driver I work in a in a trade show company we do trade shows and a, and a forklift driver laid our skid over to, had a skid taking it on the truck swings it around and flops it over with all this this uh all this uh this exhibitry that is going on to the next show and I'm like yeah I just wanted to scream and yell and I'm like you are an idiot you're supposed to be one of the best drivers and you're just I saw him moving it around as he came around. He was, it was teeter tottering and he just kept on going like, Oh, I've got this. No big deal. You know, he's re- he was really arrogant to me earlier. Like I know what I'm doing because I was trying to give him some instructions on uh, putting stuff in the truck. And if he didn't spin that thing around and turn it right over on its side, all that 12 foot skid just bam on the concrete. And I'm like, <laughs> I wanted to scream. I wanted to yell. And the, and I didn't. I did say some things not, you know, a little out of line. I shouldn't have said, you know, I was like, well, he's swinging it around here like he's, you know, he he should have known better, you know, to, to, he's coming, driving it around here and swinging it. If he'd have put it on the ground, if you put it on the ground, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have happened. And they were like, well, it was off to one side. Well, he, when he picked it back up the second time after we got it put back up, it was as perfect as no wobbling at all, just as straight as he just didn't take the time to reposition himself and to do it right. He was in a hurry and he thought he knew what he was doing, but my response was wrong too. My attitude was wrong. I should not have got upset. I didn't curse him. I didn't yell at him, but I was, they could see it on my face. And I thought, you know, it's been a long time since I've acted like that. Or it's been a long time since I've let a circumstance or a situation, let it get to me to the point that I was so upset and frustrated and and to the uh, to the point of anger just so frustrated we shouldn't allow circumstances around us to dictate who we are that wasn't the real me that wasn't Christ attribute coming out of me that wasn't who I really am on the inside that wasn't me showing patience and kindness and gentleness it wasn't me being you know showing someone who was arrogant and prideful in his in, in acting and in his job, showing him that, hey, you know, I, you, you know, you messed up. It's okay. Because I truthfully, I wanted the guy to get hammered. I want, I'm like, you sorry, no good for nothing. You think you're something special and then you'd wind up doing this if you'd have just been humble. But what about me? What about my part? You know, I was wrong too in my attitude. Even though I, I didn't yell or I didn't, I wasn't way out of line, but it was enough out of line that I recognized I did not like the feelings and the person that I was being at that moment. I wasn't showing a very Christ-like attitude. And I want to change to the point that no matter what situation I'm in, that I am able to be and handle Christ-like and become Christ-like in every situation. But the only way for me to do that is to keep renewing my mind, keep putting on that new man, keeping my relationship with the Father, keeping myself in the Word, and then I'll be able to act more like Christ. In Colossians chapter 3, this is what it says in verse 1, leading up to verse 10 there where I read earlier. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. 
For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all of His glory. Verse 5, So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. And you used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malice, behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature, and it's all wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. So how do you put on that new man? By learning of Him. Becoming, being renewed as you learn to know your Creator. Being renewed as you learn to know your Creator. As you develop, as you grow in your understanding of who Christ is, who the Heavenly Father is, who the Holy Spirit is, working in you, living in you learning how the kingdom operates, learning that you no longer are ruled by your flesh. You are a new person. You don't Just because you have a feeling doesn't mean you have to act on it. Just because you have feelings or emotions that are going wild on the inside, you still are in control. You're still the one that's responsible and in control of your body and what comes out of your mouth. It's you that dictates what comes out of your mouth. But what, what gives you the, the power and the, the restraint to do that is by putting on that new nature, by putting on that new mindset, by learning who you are in Christ, learning who He is. The more you learn of Him, the more you learn of who He is, the more you learn who you are in Him, the more you develop that relationship with your Heavenly Father, the more you're going to be and act like Him. The more you're going to develop, the more you're going to develop in charity and in honor and in patience and kindness, the more you're going to begin to act out on the things of Christ, then you will act out on things that are just self-centered or selfish. You know, I was thinking in that moment, what I, what the, you know, when, the, when that illustration when I was talking about that, what that happened on the job, I was thinking more about what it's going to cause me. Now I've got to try it's going to another job before it goes back to our shop. Now I've got to figure out how much damage can it be fixed, and I've got to do it on a show floor instead of being somewhere where we have the tools to do it. Now I've got to try to fix this for the next show, and I was thinking about the what kind of pressure it's putting on me. See, I was looking at that. The reason why I was so frustrated is because now that's one more thing that I have to work on, one more thing that I've got to fix, one more thing for me to deal with. I wasn't considering anybody else. How much, the, if the damage, oh, they'll pay for the damage. The company that, you know, that's in charge of, of that show floor, they'll pay for any damage that's done. But that's, you know, I was looking at how, how much it's going to cost me, what it, how much inconvenience it's going to put me in, what an inconvenience is going to be to me. So I was, I was being selfish. I was being self-centered. And you say, well, you're, you know, but you have a right to be that. No, I really don't. I don't have a right to be self-centered because of all the things that God has done for me, all the things that Christ has done in my life, all the blessings 
that he's given me. Do I have a right to be selfish or self-centered? Oh, we feel justified. We feel like we, you know, when somebody talks about us or somebody accuses us of, of something and, and maybe we did or didn't, or we had a little part in it, or maybe it wasn't none of our fault, but you know, and we, we feel like, oh, we've got to just tell everybody, you know, and no, why are we, def- why do we have to defend ourselves so much? It's because we are looking at what it makes us look like. And we're not going to let anybody look at us. If we didn't do anything wrong, we're not going to let them look at us and, and say that we, you know, we were, we did anything. No, we are supposed to be like Christ. We're supposed to walk in that place that people see a side that they've never seen before. You know, that guy, you know, I wasn't jumping up and down cursing, but what he saw out of me was normal. That was normal for anybody, you know, maybe a a little less than normal because I wasn't cussing him out, but being frustrated and upset and throwing my hands up in the air and holding my head and like, uh, all that stuff that I was doing. He saw it, you know, he knew that I was upset and frustrated and angry and that was normal. A normal reaction from anybody, but shouldn't have been a normal reaction from a Christian. Should not have been a normal reaction from someone with the love of God to show patience and kindness, even in a failure, even in a mistake. And you know, I don't do that well. I don't handle that very well. But God is working on me and I did recognize that I didn't like who I was. So now I've got to work on that. Now I'm beginning to change. And I just apologize. You know, my salvation wasn't, my salvation wasn't in jeopardy in that moment where many people think, oh, you, oh, you've got to repent. No, I'm not repenting to the Lord because I'm scared that I'm going to go to hell because I've stepped out of line. No, I'm repenting because I don't want to be displeasing to my father. I don't want to bring reproach on his name and I don't want to cause someone not to come to Christ because of what they saw in me. I want to be a good example of Christ in the earth, the true nature of him, to love, show kindness, and to give where we it wasn't deserved. You know, I had an opportunity in that moment to show that man grace and to say, hey, look, it's okay. I know you... You know, I know you were trying to get it on the truck and you were trying to do a good job as fast as you can. I appreciate you trying to load the truck quickly. You know, it was an accident. I could have shown him grace. And then later on, that man might have humbled himself and said, you know, I was really being a little arrogant and and I, I shouldn't have been like that. And it could have softened his heart to the point that when someone began to talk to him about the Lord, that he would listen. But now... All he has to say about somebody that he, you know, he probably doesn't know I'm a Christian, but now all he has to say is, hey, this guy's, you know, uh, he was really upset when I dropped that. But, you know, and he may have felt and he, he thought it was our fault because the skid wasn't packed correctly. But so blame to blame to blame. You blame that person. You blame, you know, nobody wants to take the blame. Nobody wants to take responsibility. But here we are. What do we do? We want to be like Christ. We want to follow after him, be and live and do. And we can do that, but we've got to put on the new man. We've got to change. We've got to look at ourselves and say, Father, you have put in me good things. On the inside of me is goodness and greatness and mercy. All of that's in me. Now I need to let it come out. 
all that's in me. Don't let the, the my flesh and my my feelings and emotions mask that or get in the way of that or squelch that or push that down to the point that I don't act like Christ in a moment when it's really necessary, in a moment whenever that it's an opportunity for someone to see someone out of character that's not like the normal, that's not like everybody else. This is where why it's important that we put on that new man to be an example of Christ in the earth. Putting on the nature of God, the new man, changing our mindset, becoming more like him. We you know, I'm not I'm not even talking about it now. I'm not under condemnation. I I, I would like to have a redo. I wish I could go back and change the way I handled it, but I can't. But I can change the next time. I can think about this and I can grow from it. And I can pray that the Lord touches that man and that he's he softens his heart and that he's able to receive. And that what happened that day won't be stuck in his memory and won't be, you know, won't be a bad thing for him. He doesn't lose his job or he doesn't get in trouble. None of that. You know, I can pray that way, but I can become better as I go on and I will become better. Glory to God. Amen. We put on the nature of Christ. We put on the new man and I'm out here and these bugs are starting up. (laughs) I'm outside at our, at our, uh, recording this tonight. So the bugs are just starting to, as they're seeing the light, they're starting to, you know, they're coming for the light, but they're the evil ones. The bugs are evil, but we are, we are the ones that are, that are showing Christ in the earth. And as we put on this new nature, as we put on this new man to put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. So what what you're dealing with the the trying to become like him don't be ashamed don't be guilt ridden don't be full of of guilt because you haven't acted like him or you haven't been like him listen he's your savior he is your heavenly father provided for everything you have need of he is your source and he will never ever leave you he's not abandoning you abandoning you or giving up on you because that you acted in a way you shouldn't have acted or you made bad choices. He's still with you. He's not giving up on you. God knows the things that we've done. He, when we repent, that's not when he finds out about it. It's just when we, when we repent is when we come to him and we, we just like a little child that is, is been disciplined until they're disciplined. They feel that separation because they know they've done wrong. They need the correction, whether it's sitting down and just talking about it and saying, Hey, what you did was wrong. And I want you to understand that. And then they apologize and it's over. Once they come back and talk to the parents, or maybe sometimes they get spanked on the butt because they're too young to understand correction, but they know that they did wrong. Once that little pat on the butt and the mom and dad gives them a hug and says, Hey, you can't act like that. It's over. It's done. But you're not cut off from the Lord just because you made bad choices. What you need to do is to, to keep putting on that nature, put it, putting on that new man, the new nature, resisting the old and accepting the new, resisting the old, accepting the new. Resist that old nature. When you begin to feel those emotions that you know are wrong, resist it and say, hey, that's not me anymore. Just because it's familiar, it feels, you know, I used to act like that. I used to be like that. That's the way it, it used to always, 
you know, when you, when you, those feelings rise up, it's, it's just an old familiar reaction. It's just a habit, but you can stop it by shutting it down and saying, "Mm -mm, no, I'm going to act in kindness. And the more you do that and you begin to put it down and you begin to overcome, you will become and walk into, you'll just begin to develop and walk into becoming that new person that you are on the inside. All the stuff on the outside, the little things that go on and we, you know, we get in our flesh, we get upset with things that we do. All those things are easy to overcome when you put the word of God and you put your relationship with God in it. When you keep him in that, don't try to do it by yourself. But when you keep him involved, that's easy to overcome. And he'll show you and you'll learn and you'll walk it out and you'll become that mighty man or woman of God that God's called you to be. But don't give up. Keep pressing in. Keep looking at the word of God and letting that new man, that new nature, push those old feelings out of the way. Those old feelings, get rid of them, push them down. Don't live by them. Don't be manipulated by them. Don't don't listen to the feeling just because you have a feeling does not mean you have to, you have to give into it. Just because you have a bad feeling doesn't mean something bad is going to happen. Or just be, if you have a bad feeling about yourself, renew your mind to the thoughts. If you're under guilt or condemnation or shame, Hey, Christ has set me free from condemnation and guilt. Just say this to yourself. He loves me. God loves me. God loves me. He loves me right now, even though I blew it. Even though I messed up, he still loves me. He loves me so much that he's already forgiven me for this that I had just done. Now, I'm not going to let him down by not talking to him and running away from him, but I'm going to go to him and say, Father, I realize that what I did was wrong. I realize that I blew it and I made a mistake. I realize that my actions were way out of line and I humbly apologize and I don't ever want to be like that again. And I thank you for helping me to become the person that you know I'm supposed to be. Be that person. You are a mighty man and woman of God because God lives in you. And no matter what you maybe think about yourself, how if you think small of yourself, start thinking bigger. If you think that, you know, that God called the wrong person, well, guess what? Almost all of us feel that way. God, why me? Why would you choose me? Why would you choose me to try to talk to people about your word? Sometimes we feel so inadequate, but that's when God is bigger on the inside and able to do through us what we could not do on our own. Amen. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that, Lord, if people are struggling right now and, and needing that, needing a change, Lord, they need to become like you, that, Lord, as they get in, learn and get in the Word of God and begin to get the knowledge of who you are, they will automatically begin to change. As they begin to develop and grow, the Word of God will do it for them, just like a seed planted in the ground. It will grow up and pr- produce fruit. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this word going on the inside of and helping them, Lord God, giving them strength to become who they're called to be, that they don't quit, they don't give up, but they keep pressing forward to do what you have called them to do, Heavenly Father. And I pray blessing on them, your favor going before them, Lord God, opening doors for them that no man could open, and Lord God, giving them peace that passes all understanding. And Father, I thank you that as they gain in knowledge, that peace will become stronger and stronger on the inside of them. And Lord, till it passes all understanding, like your word says, 
Lord, we worship you and we thank you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.